it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Heading towards the end of the year, this will be the penultimate episode of New Horizons before the end of the year. And uh, we'll be focusing on the recently held employment symposium over the end of year break. This week, though, we go back about as far as it's possible to go in terms of my involvement with New Horizons. This is the first episode I ever produced of New Horizons, episode number 424. In that episode, we focused on the David Blythe Award awarded to John Shute in 2015. As most of you will by now know, recently in Perth, Western Australia, we celebrated the 40th anniversary convention. That's the 40th anniversary of Blind Citizens Australia. The convention was held over the weekend of the 10th and 11th of October. Many interesting things happened, as you will have heard from the broadcasts on the RPH Australia stations and also from the online stream on the Blind Citizens Australia website. One of those things that happened was the awarding of the David Blythe Award. Now, David Blythe was a founding member of Blind Citizens Australia back in 1975. And uh, there's an award which uh, carries his name. It's awarded every year, and on this occasion it was awarded to John Shute. We're going to hear from Emma Benison. She's now the president of Blind Citizens Australia, and I'm positive that you'll be hearing a lot more from her in the coming three years. She's going to start by telling us a bit about about the David Blythe Award and a little bit about John Shute. And I must apologise for the quality of some of these recordings. Unfortunately, it's all we have access to at the moment. This is a very um, important award and it's a particularly great um, honour for me personally to be uh, speaking in relation to this particular award. This is the first time that Blind Citizens Australia has presented the David Blythe Award to someone who has um, passed away. The, the award, um, for those of you who don't know, is actually about recognising um, a person uh, who has made a significant contribution to improving the lives of people who are blind or vision impaired. So um, this, this award tonight um, we're presenting to someone who has actually transcribed in his life some 30,000 pages of Braille music. Um, So, I mean, I can't even imagine um, how he managed that. Um, But I do know that he um, is a person or was a person who um, had boundless energy, endless energy for people who are blind or vision impaired, both in terms of Braille music transcription, but also teaching, mentoring, all of those things. Um, And so um, tonight we are presenting the David Blythe Award to John Shute. And um, just want to read what's on the plaque. This award is presented posthumously to John Shute in recognition of his outstanding contribution to improving the quality of life of blind musicians in Australia and internationally through Braille music transcription, teaching and mentoring. Unfortunately, John's wife, um, June, was unable to travel um, to Perth, but I have spoken with her on the phone and she's delighted. Um, but on 
behalf of uh, John's family, we're very fortunate to have Ben Clark, who's the director of the National Braille Music Camp, um, here with us tonight to accept the award. And um, Ben would also like to say a few words. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is with some sadness, but uh, it is an honour and a privilege to have been asked here tonight to receive this award on behalf of uh, the late John Shute and, uh, of course, his wife, June, and the Shute family. For nearly 20 years, uh, John has been involved in transcribing music. He began uh, after his retirement as a school headmaster in Melbourne um, to volunteer for what was then the Royal Victorian Institute for the Blind as a reader. And the job of a reader was to read music or, in some cases, uh, literary text, but in John's case, music, to um, Dorothy Hamilton, who was the uh, main Braille transcriber at the RVIB at the time. And over time, he became very interested in this and thought, why not remove the middleman and do it all myself? I can read the music. Therefore, I will write the music. And so he locked himself in his sunroom for two weeks with the Braille primer. And his wife, June, would uh, only see him when uh, she would take him his meals during the day. And he taught himself uh, the Braille code and, of course, the Braille music code. And has, be has been a vital um, part of the National Braille Music Camp, certainly brailing all of our music but also, as Emma said, brailing for people all around the world. He's sent music to England, he's sent music to the USA, um, and uh, all around Australia and New Zealand. So I thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. And now we'll hear from Bill Jolly, who has an interesting little tidbit for us about braille music. I'd just like to add... Uh, something that I think people will find very, very interesting. And it relates back to a visit. I, I made a visit, a holiday, with my brother Stephen and our wives, Carmel and Vicky, to China in May. And there I met up with some contacts at the uh, China Braille Library. And they invited me back in September to talk at their forum about uh, my experience as a student and lover of mathematics. And one of the managers of the library um, came up to me and said, now we want to talk to you about uh, mathematics. Uh, can you give us some information? And I, so I sat down that night and I wrote an email with a lot of links. And at the end I said, now I could meet you tomorrow morning uh, before I go home if it, uh, I'm available to do it, if you would like to do it. So I then worked through a couple of uh, interpreters and this and that one. And uh, so the next morning I had the meeting and I came into the uh, room and sat down. And uh, it turned out that there were five topics that... Uh, and the gentleman, Mr. Gauge, you wanted to discuss with me. The first one was about Braille mathematics, so that's, um, that was okay. That was right in my comfort zone. Um, then we talked about uh, another topic about Chinese Braille using the Duxbury Braille translator, and I was able to give a demonstration. That was fine in my comfort zone. Thank God the demonstration worked. <laughs> and, and, then, and then we moved out of the comfort zone, and I rec recognised straight away that I was not one of Hugh Jeffrey's star students. <laughs> Even though, even though I tried, I simply didn't do enough practice. And they wanted to talk about Braille music. And in particular, 
uh, in China now they're endeavouring to uh, lift the, uh, uh, the standard and opportunities of education for uh, blind students. There's 100,000 masseurs in China, but there's not a lot of other occupations. I understand there's only three universities in Shanghai that will accept blind students, and in most other uh, of the big cities they don't. So they're looking to expand um, different uh, occupational and vocational opportunities, and, and particularly in music. And one of those that I was explicitly asked about, and I've had some uh, uh, conversation with Vision Australia about this uh, since coming home, is for access to uh, Braille music that's been produced in Australia and that could be um, exchanged through the use of computer files. So it's really exciting to know that John Shute, having, having produced the 30,000 uh, pages of, of, uh, of Braille music, a lot of which is um, in a electronic, available in electronic form, piano music and, and also vocal uh, music, that that will um, uh, quite probably find its way to China and, and to um, many uh, young blind uh, students, people now and people yet to come. And so often we, we see great work from volunteers. You know, initially I learnt my Braille from Braille produced by volunteers dot by dot. And uh, now we have electronic means of, of uh, exchange and uh, so a lot of uh, John's music will and, uh, and, and work will uh, undoubtedly uh, be able to go to China. So it's terrific, the work that he's done that will be magnified so greatly to help many tens of thousands of young blind students um, gain a, a gift of, of uh, musical uh, education. So thank you for the chance to just say that and share that uh, uh, opportunity with you. And uh, I add my... Congratulations and very grateful thanks to John Shute for all the great work that he did for us. As a mark of respect to John Shute, the people attending the convention dinner were entertained by a small group of singers who got together to perform a piece that was actually brailed by John for one of the National Braille Music Camp. Ben Clark, myself, Paul Price, Vanessa Ransley and Emma Benison and we're going to sing The Long Day Closes.
If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1-800-033-660, 1-800-033-660. If there's no one available, you can leave a message on the voicemail. There's plenty of information available through the telephone information system as well. Just follow the menu prompts. If you'd like to email, you can email bca at bca.org.au bca at bca.org.au Remember to check the website, there's all sorts of information there about blindness and vision impairment as well as the work of Blind Citizens Australia and if you'd like to donate to the organisation you can find ways of doing that there as well. In the meantime, I'm Vaughan Benison. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream Of a dream